letter two. Fold in the letter and putting it back into the box, Elizabeth realized that her grandmother had not been so naive after all, and it saddened her to think that she never took the opportunity to learn more. Maybe if she had, then her life wouldn't be the way it is now, and her mama would not have died of a broken heart. Maybe she really needed to give God a chance. Maybe, just maybe, the trials that she was going through right now were just her own wildernesses. She longed now, more urgently than ever before, to reread the rest of the lessons, certain now that there was something there that she needed to get hold of if she were to obtain any answers. And so, she pulled out the letter dated 24th of June, 1998. Oh, my dear Liz, I am here laying down in bed just thinking of your last visit and the wonderful time that we had together. It was lovely, wasn't it, Sugar Bee? You are indeed growing into a beautiful young woman. But you know, amidst all our chats, I forgot a very important issue that I wanted to speak with you about. And that, my dear, is the topic of boys. Rather, guys. Yes, dear. I know you must be thinking what's an old woman to know about boys. Well, let me just tell you now. I have with me plenty years of experiences, both sweet and sour. Experiences that have shaped my future choices, and I hope will shape yours as well. Oh, by the way, hun, your mom told me that you started seeing someone, a financial guru, at least that's how she described him. Why wasn't grandma privy to such news? Anyway, I will deal with you on your next visit. But for now, I really hope he is someone of noble character and treats you and others well. Let's get back to the matter at hand. My dear Liz, there are really four main things you need to look for when scoping out a potential partner. A love and fear of God, integrity, compatibility, and respect. Yes, just these four main things and let God do the rest. Of course, there there should be some attraction in the midst. It is amazing the mess we create when we try to take the role of God in making important decisions in our life. Grandma sure didn't make a lot of messes. Anyway, let's see if I can make you understand these four qualities a bit more. A love and fear of God. You know, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 8.13 that as claimed sons and daughters of God, we should Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. It also says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Psalms 110 verse 10, and that we should love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind, Matthew 22 37. Therefore, if we are called to do so as Christians, then our eyes should not be set on any person who does not think likewise, for how can two walk, two walk together except they be agreed? Amos 3 3. But I don't want to go too deep into this aspect of the quality just yet. We will delve further when we speak about compatibility. I just want you to think about the above in the meantime. Try to answer the question from Amos 3 3. Now, honey buns, it is so much easier and fulfilling when you meet someone who loves and fears our Lord. Grandma can attest to that, as I remember my days with your grandpa before he passed. 
No one can truly love themselves or you if they first do not love God. Do not fool yourself with the idea that a man loves you and he has no sort of relationship with our Heavenly Father. Trust me, dear. Emotions can easily trick you into thinking that lust or infatuation is love. I had that experience in 1927 when I met one of the most handsome and thoughtful, or so I thought, guy I ever laid my eyes on. His name was Craig. My, 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 was he my kryptonite. He was attractive, caring, I thought. He said all the right things, did all the right things all the right things which had me thinking that I was in love with him and that he also loved me while disregarding his carefree attitude about spiritual things and his relationship with God. I was all deep into my feeling, heard that saying on television and boy is it right, that his so-called love for me got me engaged in activities that no unmarried woman or man, palace teenager should participate in. We ended up creating turmoil as a result. And you will see why in my next letter. On the contrast, meeting your grandfather was different. While he was not the most attractive, he had his own handsomeness that I grew to love and which captivated me more and more each day. When we first met, his sole purpose was about doing activities for the Lord. He was all bent on doing missionary work, participating in church, helping community members, etc. He had a zeal for the gospel work that I had not really ever seen in anyone else before. And being a relatively new babe in the faith, I admired him. We became friends, and for a long time, we remained just that, until the Holy Spirit gave us a gentle push into the courtship direction. At least, I think so. And what amazed me was how he was so careful with the three words, I love he only said them after he had shown me. And honestly, your granddad was so in love with our God that he had no other choice but to spill that over me. It was not just an emotive love, but a love based on principle, a love which taught, cared, reasoned, protected, and provided. He also, I believe, feared God because he tried to follow and keep God's commandments. Yes, he did fail many times, but he was only human. He never gave up trying, relying on God to help him to do so. There is a poem that I wrote a long time ago, which I want to share with you, and so may help you in recognizing when lust is in sheep's love clothing. Heracles, love. This flawless word so small in size, yet so grand in meaning. It appears to cause chaos, rifts and strife among many. Its enormous arms engulf the world of the persons involved, bringing them together as one and creating a forceful that no man or thing can penetrate. Its apparent twin lust desperately tries to reach or match its brother's achievement, pulling many in the process. So often has lust crept its way into people's hearts and minds, producing and creating a blindness that leads to chaos and confusion. It taunts, it mocks, and can only simulate a weak portion of what love seeks to do. Its unfortunate bearers, unless shown the light, continue to wallow in darkness. But just what is love and what about it makes it so powerful? Love is pure, love is kind, love is generous, it is humbling. 
It does not hurt. It does not and cannot end you. It is caring. It commits. And when and if truly found, nothing and no one can ever destroy it. Point six, only to help and point as humans to its true creator, for God is love. Love causes a man to lay down his life for a friend. For John 15, 13 says, Greater love hath no man than this, that he lay down his life for a friend. Love is sincere and not wanting in anything. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not easily angered and keeps no record of wrongs. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. It binds in perfectionism. It is able to withstand all adversity, trials, and ridicule. Love, in its purest form, is not selfish, seeks not to harm, does not wish ill on others. It comforts, it lets go, and does not subdue. Love, in its truest form, raw hard love, is not a feeling or made up of only feelings, but sees reason and justice and brings peace to all who welcomes it. A peace that surpasses all understanding. But if from that which was written, not one note or word is remembered, remember this. Whoever does not know God cannot know love. Because at the end of it all, God is love. First John 4 verse 8. You know what, my dear? I was going to write about the next quality in this letter. But I think I will end here for tonight. As I think it best that you reflect on what you have read here so far. I love you, my darling. And I really hope you take some of my advice. I only want what's best for you. Hugs and kisses, Grandma Rose. Elizabeth, with a heavy and conflicted heart, folded a letter and placed it back into the box. There was a lot she had to think about. She was not even sure that she was ready to read any other letter after this. Her grandma's words, especially that poem, had struck a chord and she could not shake it off. Getting into bed, her thoughts drifted to a current or non-existent relationship with God and her own choice in boyfriend as sleep soon carried her away.